You are listening to Faithfully Feminine Radio. I hope y'all are doing amazing as always. I know we had a little bit of a bye week and we're going to kind of talk about that in the next episode. But this episode, I got something to say and I need to get it off my chest because I got a microphone and I can. But there is something to explore about this whole Kiki Palmer situation. And I know it's like, girl, are we de- uh, beating a dead horse? <laughs> and I don't think we are. I truly think that there is something to learn from A lot of interactions we do see on social media, whether it is a celebrity couple or whether it's something that is trending or a conversation starter, but there is something to be said about your significant other shaming you instead of imposing boundaries. And not only that, making something that is not necessarily about that thing, but about something else. And I'm pretty sure that I don't like to speak for people, but I'm pretty sure as you're listening to this, ladies, You can attest to, I don't know, maybe both of these things. You've ever gotten into an argument with like one of your friends or even your significant other. And y'all, I'm sorry. I sound so like nasally. Let me blow my nose real quick. (laughs) It's so crazy because every time I start to record something like my nose just decides to be stuffed up all of a sudden. So now I can't breathe through it. But that's cool. Totally cool. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that we've all had like an issue And necessarily, we probably have been the ones to make it about something else instead of the root cause. But what we can learn from this situation is that, one, I am happy. Well, let's back up and let's talk about the situation because not everyone that listens to my podcast is probably on social media and sees like American media and popular culture. I know I have some international listeners. Basically, a celebrity by the name of Kiki Palmer she's a girl's girl everyone loves her and she's just I don't know black excellence right she's what I would describe as an it girl um she's done so many things in the industry and so she went to an industry event which was an usher concert and wore something a little scandalous well it wasn't really scandalous but it definitely was given sexy mama it was given sexy mama it was a sheer dress and it was like a a black thong under the sheer dress or a black thong bodysuit under the sheer dress so you can really see her butt. Um, but at the end of the day, it's an industry event. She's an industry person. She, for the most part, does not dress like that. Um, she likes to mix it up or whatever. So she's in this relationship with this man who we do not even know. I found out this man existed when she had a baby by him, okay? <laughs> I never know who this man was. And maybe that's just me. But so she went to the event, and I guess, well, not I guess, her man, her boyfriend, I don't even know if he's still her boyfriend, had some choice words to say about her outfit. And instead of telling her privately, talking to her privately about it, he decides to take to social media and quote tweet a, a photo of her in the outfit with Usher. And Usher was also, like, serenading her. You know, he's been, like, interacting with most of the VIP, not just celebrities, but girls and people in the VIP, allowing them to sing on the microphone and singing to them. It is a very interactive show that Usher has and residency that he has in Vegas right now. And I really, oh my gosh, I know Usher not going to listen to this, but it's like, I really want to go see Usher so bad. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. 
And so he's serenading her. She has the outfit on, and her boyfriend quote tweets a photo of it and was like, but you're a mom, though, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and I'm so glad, and I don't, I don't like to, like, praise people's demise, but I'm so glad that a lot of women did come to her aid, and instead of doing what he thought that tweet was going to do, it really backfired on him, and he was inevitably shamed. A lot of people were coming for him. He was off of Twitter for a bit, and I guess Elon Musk had to, like, do something with his comments, his mentions on Twitter. I don't know. Twitter's dead now. Follow me on threads. <laughs> Follow me on threads. Who cares about Twitter? That's so like two weeks ago. But anyway, right. On the two weeks ago app, Elon Musk helps him out and decides to do something with his mentions. People were arguing about it on Instagram and this, that, and the other. And I was just like, wow, this is something that could also be a podcast episode. And when I saw his tweet, it really upset me. It kind of hit home and it kind of upset me because although I would not wear something like that, I know how it feels to have a partner shame you publicly. And it's like, is that really love? No, is the answer. We know, First Corinthians, what love is. And if your part, if you truly care about somebody or when a man truly cares about you, I've had a whole spectrum of significant others um, that I've had like this one, my first love, right? I've talked about him on here before and although it didn't work out, like I'm in a good place, I'm, I don't like him or whatever, but I had this first love and he would never, no matter what we've been through, right, when we were together, if he disagreed with something that him and I had, like we never even argued in person with other people or had disagreements with other people. We were one band, one sound, and that's just how it was. And we handled things privately. No, we didn't have a baby together. No, we're not married, but we had this understanding and mutual respect for one another to where I'm not going to embarrass my significant other, someone who I love, someone who I care about in front of others. And the same with my friend. If I know my friend is acting up, my friend is acting up, me and my friend, we're going to take that matter and we're going to discuss it in private. I would never embarrass my friend in front of a man that she likes, in front of any random person, and even in front of other girls we might be hanging out with who I'm maybe not that close to because I love my friend, right? And even with my parents. So it just begs, it, it has me questioning, like, of course we don't know these people from a can of paint, but I do know what love is at its core. No matter if it's romantic, no matter if it's friends, no matter if it's like a, a parent or a child, right? When I truly love and care about someone, I'm not going to shame them on a public space. And for him who has a, who, you know, he has a platform, she has a platform, a lot of people knows, know who they are, for him to get on social media and shame his significant other, and it opens up the can of worms for people to, I can see that, okay, not only am I going to shame her, he expected other men to come at his defense to shame her too, or other women to shame her too. And you've got to be careful with men like that who would go and shame you in front of others. And it might not be on Twitter or threads or Instagram or TikTok, but it might be in a public setting. And a man that truly cares about you would never, never do something like that. I think about my ex and I'm like, that man truly cared about me and that would never even cross his mind, right? And 
Yeah, so you can tell that he doesn't really respect her from that. You don't have to know people personally to know that, oh, your significant other don't respect you. <laughs> like, I, it's a bold statement to say. But honestly and truly, when you watch some of the things you watch and see some of the things you see and hear some of the things you hear, you're like, okay, yeah, they don't respect. They don't respect them. They don't respect not only the person that he's with, but the mother of his child. Because if a woman's going to lay her life almost down, right, having a baby is a huge, huge, huge risk, especially as a black woman in America. And to not even respect that in itself, they don't have to be together. But a man with some integrity and a man with some respect and understanding in a hypothetical, not even a hypothetical world, take Kiki Palmer outside of it, would just respect her as a mother, and then it also causes me to question, too. Someone said this correctly. I think it's from my sister's podcast. Like, I love their podcast. That's another podcast that I do listen to. And one of the girls had mentioned, like, and it crossed my mind, too, the expectation of mothers. And although I'm not a mother, we see it all the time on social media. So this, this is the second thing. The shame, do not be with a man who shames you a man who would publicly shame you, actually, um, or shame you at all, right? Because if he had a disagreement, he could have just, they could have duped it out amongst themselves. Not duped it out. That is a horrible analogy. <laughs> they could have talked about it amongst themselves. But the second thing is the expectation that America or maybe society in general places on motherhood. And although, as a woman, I can speak to Different places of my life brings out a different side of me. And I talked about this on TikTok Live, about the older I'm getting, the more sensitive I'm getting towards seeing children die or seeing children be mishandled. Um, you know, when I was younger, of course, that's a sad thing to see, period. But now I find myself, like, scrolling on social media, reading something about something happening to children or watching the news, and I find myself crying as if that is my child. And I don't know if it's like an internal mother switch that I'm starting to have as I'm getting older or what, but I'm very highly sensitive towards things with children now. And although I'm not a mother, and I'm pretty sure whenever I do cross the path over to motherhood, that sometimes motherhood changes women. And for the most part, it probably changes all women in certain aspects, right? It changes our bodies. It might change how we think. It definitely changes how we think because, you know, you have this thing called, like, mom brain when uh, girls experience after having children. And you have this, like, mama bear mentality. We're already nurturing as a woman, but it's probably tenfold when you have your own child, you know, and experience a different love like that because scientifically you're baking a body, right? You're hosting a body that stays in you and that builds and connects to you and your trauma is connected to you know the siege trauma in you so things that happen to you environmentally and outside of your body can also affect you internally and in your child so when it has society has this expectation of oh she's a mom she can't dress like this anymore oh she's a mom she shouldn't be doing this and there's one example I do want to say there's this lady let me see if I can find her on Instagram I love her page. So she does pole dancing. She had twins and she decided to get into pole dancing because she wanted to work on her core. Like she just 
loved going to pole dancing classes and was like, this is something I want to do. It's helping me feel more sensual, more comfortable with my body outside of having twins, outside of, right, almost breaking myself to bring children into this world. And it's really helped her get stronger. And she posted her entire journey of, I have no muscle strength and her being upset because she had a C-section and it was like a really beautiful story to see like now she's able to hold herself up on the pole and now she can do tricks on the pole. And a lot of times she posts, you know, doing her pole because she has small twins. They're literally like babies. And she posts herself in like workout athletic athleisure wear, working out and on the pole with her babies, like just playing on the side watch, like not necessarily watching, but just playing on the side or looking at her and it's not even sexual or anything. It's not even sexualized. It's just her doing pole fitness and her kids are there because maybe she's a single mother. And the comments that she posted, she posted something yesterday and it literally almost made me cry because it's just like, damn, like as a, as a black woman in this world, it's damned if I do, damned if I don't. And you have to have this mentality of I love myself, God loves me. And no matter what someone says, it doesn't take away my worth. There are people in the comments saying that motherhood should not be reserved for her, that she's a horrible person, her kids need to be taken away. Why would she be being a stripper in front of her kids? And just this, that, and the other, right? And it's, the over, it's also the over-sexualization of black women in our bodies. But that is a whole nother topic, child. But it just breaks my heart because here it is, something that's beautiful, something that's okay, I'm able to get stronger and I see this and I'm working out for my health and it's fun and it's not even sexualized. Like she don't even be playing sexual explicit music because her children are right there. And for people to say that she doesn't belong as if motherhood is something that is gatekeep and something that is, okay, now that you've broken your body, right, to the point of having to repair your abdominals and anything else, your mind and everything, not only do you have to deal with life stressors and society on top of having to rebuild your self-confidence, having to rebuild your body physically, you're having to deal with people's expectation of now that you're in this mom club, you have to exude the traits that we feel like you have to exude. You have to dress quote-unquote better you have to not do x y and z you can't participate in pole dancing fitness because it's something that we associate with strippers and how dare you be a stripper and a mom you can't be both right um even though you definitely can your body allows it at the end of the day it's like you can have a baby be a mom and do whatever hell you want have whatever type of occupation only god can judge us right But to see motherhood be something that is like, okay, now that you're in the club, we have a different expectation of you and you have to follow that expectation by any mean. So what means? So what if you're, I don't know, loving to your children, caring for them, giving them a safe space, nurturing them, doing the things that a good mom does, providing for them or, you know, providing a safe space for them and everything. Forget you doing that. If you wear a see-through dress at an Usher concert, you have to be a bad mom. Or how dare you even think about wearing something like that because you are a mom now. So because you had a baby, you shouldn't be able to. And honestly, in my opinion, I feel like because you had a baby, hell yeah, go for it. Girl, you done did the ultimate labor that 
people that only people like us can do. You have cooked, carried, physically had to deal with being a black woman in America, worked some, you know, some moms are working while pregnant and doing all types of stuff. Having labor for 15 hours, being in labor for 15 hours, bringing a baby in this world. If anything, I think the mom, the mom club should do whatever the hell they want to do. And whoever don't got a child can sit down (laughs) and cover up. You ain't got no, (laughs) cover up. You ain't got no kid. (laughs) But I just, I hate that there's not really a space where it's like, we don't hear that about fathers. And that's what she brought up in the, to my sister's podcast. And after seeing the tweet, you know, it pissed me off one because he shamed her publicly Two because it's like, okay, just because she's a mom, she has to do exactly that. And it made me think about the girl who does the, um, pole dancing fitness, but then to take it a step further and say, okay, so what about when men get into the fatherhood club? What about that? What about shaming men who, okay, but you're a father, so now you should stop acting like this? Because, I mean, motherhood and fatherhood changes people regardless. Some people continue to act saying Some people act worse. But there's no general expectation for a man when he becomes a father. It's like, oh, okay, he may take up his kids. He may not. Oh, okay, whoop-de-whoop. He's such a good father because he picks up his kids every other week. How easy. Like, I could pick up someone's kid every other week <laughs> and have them stay with me for two days on the weekend. I could do that. That does not really equate to, like, wow. The expectations for men are so low. Are, like, low. Damn near next to hell, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how deep down far hell is, and I'm not trying to find out. But I do know that the expectations for men is very low. And I did see some of the men's comments, like, how dare she? She's in a relationship. She shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z. And I am a Christian woman, and I have Christian beliefs. However, I am aware that not everyone has Christian beliefs. Not everyone is a Christian woman. Not everyone's relationship is going to be a biblical relationship. But I do think as a human being that respects other human beings on a high level, no matter what they believe in, in your relationship, you should have a common ground, uh, understanding, and some type of compromise. And no matter what you believe in, shaming your significant other, making them feel bad about wearing XYZ or about doing XYZ, in public or making them feel bad about being the person that they were before, even before they had a baby. Like where's the expectation of her to cover? If she didn't cover up like that before, why do you expect her to now? And now that she's mom, it's this unrealistic expectations that people or society and men in general place on others. And just because someone is like that now doesn't mean that they will be after a child or after a layoff or after Whatever happens in their life after a heartbreak, after a heartbreak, I'm not the same person that I was. I've learned. And some people are the exact same person. <laughs> and that's their business. <laughs> but I can see telltale signs of just making sure and dating and even cultivating relationships. Because now I'm like, I don't want to say I'm dating girls. That sounds bad. But now that I've moved to a different state, I'm essentially going on friend dates and I'm getting to know other women to like gauge them out if I can become friends with them. Right. And so even that I've realized in 
my whole cultivating friendships and trying to become a better friend, trying to communicate more with people because it is a type of relationship that I do want to cultivate. I want to last for a long time. So I'm having to put time in. I'm having to respect others and their opinions. And with that, I want you all to understand that whenever you cultivate any type of relationship, if someone is showing you that they lack empathy and they would rather shame you in public, then that is not the type of person for you. That is not the boyfriend for you. That is not the fiance for you. That is not the husband. And child, I hope you married by now. <laughs> you know, when you're married, maybe pay for it, go to counseling. But that is not the friend for you. That's not the best friend for you. That's not the coworker for you. There's a time and a place of everything and basic human decency and human respect should go across the board of no matter what someone believes in, how they dress, what they act like. So please pay attention to things like that when you are cultivating relationships, friendships, dating in the city, child. We going, oh my gosh, y'all dating in the city. I'm dating in the city and it is insane. And to just make this a full circle godly moment, to just bring it all in, God is not shame. God does not shame us. Shame comes from the devil. See, when you take these certain characteristics and these certain attributes and these certain actions and be like, is this godly? And if the answer is no, it is not coming from a godly place. It is not a godly type of love. It is not a godly type of action. It's not cultivated by the Holy Spirit. It is cultivated by the devil himself. And when you see people and maneuver people acting in that way, and not, not here to say, like, we are all human beings and we all do things wrong. We're sinful by nature, and that's just how it is. But when you have someone who exudes these type of traits and personalities on an ongoing thing in all of their relationships, and even worse, when it comes to men who only do that towards women in their romantic relationships, there is something wrong and there's something that they need to explore. And that's their business. That's on them to do. It's not for you to figure out. It's not for you to cultivate. It's not for you to nurture. It's not for you to be like, oh, well, he's going to get better. It's not for you to do that because you can find someone who is what better? So please, ladies, just make sure that you are walking in a godly love and trying to be as godly as possible. And if that's the case, just pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to just work through you. Of course, I know with me, like, it's me and my, like, anger when it comes to me driving. I see myself, like, I literally cussed this lady out yesterday, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And right then and there, the Holy Spirit was like, nope. <laughs> take it down take it down that's not us or what we represent take it down and I immediately repented like oh my gosh I'm so sorry Lord like my anger just came over me so quick right because I just felt entitled because I had my blinker on but in all things it's never that serious but again how you treat other people shows how you really care about yourself or the lack thereof so just be very careful when interacting with others especially men and I will see you in the next podcast